Welcome to Coach Talk with Coach Tall Guy. Today I'm going to address the U5 through U7 age groups. Many times I get coaches who ask me, you know, what should I focus on at these different age groups? So at the U5, U6, and U7 age groups, what we really want to do is make sure that you're focusing on this one player, one ball activities. The most important thing is that kids at these ages start to get comfortable with the ball at their feet. A lot of times coaches kind of, you know, they, they run before they can walk. So they do things that are a little too difficult for the players and the players get frustrated. The coach gets frustrated because they're doing something that's a little too advanced. Um, many times volunteer coaches, they've seen the game at an adult level and they kind of take that that field the adult game where they're passing and moving receiving striking balls and they kind of try to coach that into these very young players so we really want to try our best to avoid that we want to think of these kids as kids they're they're very young and it's really important that they just start to feel comfortable with the ball because at practice that's something that's going to be super fun for them anyways is, is touching the ball with their feet so on that note, what we really want to focus on is having the kids explore the soccer ball. So what I mean by explore the soccer ball is we want them to get a feel for dribbling um, the soccer ball in a variety of ways. So starting at U5, we want to encourage kids to start using the inside, outside of their foot and the bottom of their foot to manipulate or move the ball. This continues at U6 and U7. We also wanna make sure that our players at this age are being challenged to not only touch the ball with different surface areas of their foot, but can they take the ball at different speeds? So a lot of times at the U5, U6, and U7 level, we wanna make sure that the kids can dribble at a slow speed, a medium speed, and an explosive fast speed. Now the key to some of this is how do we like coach it where it feels fun for the kids? How do we use language that's kid appropriate to make sure we're kind of getting our point across? And more importantly, how do we not over coach it but let them kind of explore dribbling? Um, so some tips that I have for you is when you're teaching different surfaces of the foot, saying inside and outside, for some kids they're gonna get that. But I find in my experience that if you say big toe, little toe, or baby toe, or bottom of the foot versus sole of the foot, this seems to resonate better with the kiddos because they understand on their foot that they have a big toe and that they have a little toe versus the inside, outside of their foot. Uh, using examples like when they're using the outside of their foot, I like to use something like how like squishing a bug, kind of rubbing the bug into the ground or turning their foot so they can get that good little outside foot touch. Um, as you're coaching different speeds, which is very important in the game of soccer, you'll want to use things that are, are again, very kid-like. So many times in a session, if I want the kids to dribble slow and under control, I might just say, hey, how would a turtle dribble the soccer ball? And naturally, they know that a turtle is very slow, so they take little soft touches. Now, if I want them to take quicker touches, but yet controlled, so close to their foot, you'll hear me a lot of times talk to players say, well, how would a, how would a, a fast, quick little mouse dribble a soccer ball? And naturally, you'll start to see the kids, oh, oh mice are quick. And then they start taking these quick little touches because the mouse is also small. 
if I want them dribbling at speed, this is a pretty easy one. You know, if you can encourage the, the kids to dribble like something very fast, like a tiger or a cheetah or a rocket ship. Um, something that they know goes very, very fast. I don't know, maybe it's a Tesla <laughs> nowadays. So, um, but again, encouraging them through through kind of that storytelling to accomplish that goal of dribbling fast. If I just say dribble fast, some kids are gonna get it, but is it as fun for the kids? Are they excited? Maybe, but probably not. If I use things like a rocket ship, yeah, now they're really gonna explode. And these are also good coaching moments for you because when you're coaching things like dribbling, some of the things you really want to focus is on the different types, like how can we control the ball, all right? How can we move the ball? A lot of times when a kid dribbles at speed, they take very big touches. And when they're young, we want them to push that ball forward, um, but we still want it under control within at least a few strides. So many times when I'm coaching players to dribble at speed, I'm not saying kick the ball because kick the, the ball is going to get sent. I'm encouraging them to push the ball. And it's very critical that you guys as coaches, when you're teaching all these concepts, you have to always keep in mind that the majority of your players, particularly particularly at these young ages, are very visual learners. So if you are coaching and you're saying okay everybody dribble fast but you never demonstrate the actual activity you've really missed a good opportunity for those kids to learn they're such visual learners that you really have to make sure that you're demonstrating and demonstrating things like the outside of the foot the inside of the foot the big toe little toe demonstrate how to use the bottom of the foot where they're kind of rolling that ball so i just want to reiterate Take time when you're doing your activity to actually demonstrate it to the players because they are such visual learners. Now, as they're doing the activity, you're going to have some cue words for them, okay? What I mean by cue words is just something quick that it's a one-word thing or a two-word thing that makes kind of like engages the kids' brains like, oh, okay, that's what I'm supposed to do. So like touches, touches, touches. This one word, but the more you say it, the kids start to realize, okay, I just got to get lots of touches on the soccer ball. Or if you say things like eyes, meaning getting your head up, looking around you. Um, those are good cues. It's very short, so the kid doesn't have to listen to a lot, but it's a nice little reminder of the things you want to do. All right, so like baby toe touch, baby toe touch, or little toe touch. Those are things as they're dribbling, you can be saying to them that are going to remind them what it is you want them to do. So don't don't go explaining and over explaining things. I think the common mistake we make as coaches is we tend to want to over coach because we want to do right by the kids. Maybe there's parents around and you want to make sure it looks like, oh man, I'm really coaching these kids up. But the more we over coach, the more we talk, the more we're going to lose the players. We really want the kids moving and exploring. And the beautiful thing about soccer is you have to solve problems on the field. And there's a variety of ways to solve those problems. There's not just one way to necessarily do it. And really kids learn at those young ages by exploring. You're just kind of guiding them through the activities. So as you're coaching these U5s, U6s, and U7s, we're emphasizing a lot of one player, one ball, focusing a lot on dribbling. So we've talked about different surface areas, different speeds, 
Another thing you want to address with your kids at these ages is being able to move that ball into different spaces at different angles. So sometimes players in a game of soccer definitely have to be able to go forward. They have to be able to beat players with the ball. Um, Sometimes they have to be able to turn different directions and turn away from players. Many times they have to be able to take the ball into an open space out wide. So we want to create activities where kids are learning how to move their bodies in different space while manipulating the ball. So can you think of activities where they're, they're running with the ball forward or where they might have to change directions or they might have to turn away from pressure? These are all parts of the game of soccer that we need to be coaching our kids. Now within that, particularly as they start hitting like the U7 age group, we can start building to more soccer specific moves and some of those basic easy ones that kids should be learning at the age of U7 in particular is an outside foot cut, an inside foot chop. Those are the two kind of primary ways that a player is gonna change direction in a game to get past another player. We wanna also introduce a drag turn Um, along with maybe a little stop and hop turn all right at the u5 u6 we're not necessarily diving into specific moves but we can create some activities where they're naturally starting to use their foot to dribble at different angles so thank you for all you coaches who are jumping in with those u5s u6s and u7s uh this today we're just really diving into like how important dribbling is that the bulk of your season should always have some sort of activity where the kids are touching the ball. Um, it's okay if you do some warm-up activities where you're working on body movement patterns like different tag games because those movement patterns are going to be the same patterns that we want them to do while they're dribbling the soccer ball. So if you can just spend time during your season where they're doing activities where they're touching the ball a lot, they're moving it at different speeds, moving in different directions and then adding some different games where they have to avoid pressure or get around pressure dodge pressure with the ball you've done a fantastic job as a coach at these ages now depending on your team as you get to u7 you know they'll they're older they're going to start to learn a little bit tactically how to spread out some Um, we can introduce later in the season some passing at the U5, U6, tactically speaking, just getting them to know which direction they're going to transition quickly from offense to defense when they have the ball to get their head up and start dribbling, um, take a touch and dribbling at different speeds, then you've knocked it out of the park. Hope you guys found this informative. If you ever have any questions or comments or want to hear a podcast on something in particular, uh, please hit me up at Adam C at edgesoccer.net. Once again, that's Adam C at edgesoccer.net. Love to kind of hear from you guys about things that you're struggling with or something that you might want to talk to me about or let me do a podcast on. Super excited that we have so many people who are willing to help out and teach these little kids the game of soccer and uh, hope you guys find these productive. And this is Coach Tall Guy signing off.